Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in His kingdom. We are committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical science-backed lifestyle tips and information to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Thank you for joining us. Hello, ladies. We are into March and right into Lent. And so in this season before Easter, we're going to take time to focus on the wilderness stories of the Bible. And today, specifically, I want us to talk about bread and what it means for us to hunger for God. Because we've all said that famous line in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. But if you're anything like me, you probably haven't stopped and taken this to heart lately. There's a reality behind this prayer, and it's this. When we're hungering for God first and foremost, then we can trust Him for our daily bread. And we often miss that truth. Bread plays a huge role in the Bible's wilderness stories, something that we're focusing on during Lent. If you want to read or listen more about our talk on Lent, then you can go to the show notes down below and listen to last week's podcast. Lent is a time where we remember the 40 days that Jesus spent in the wilderness, and it also mirrors the 40 years that Israel spent in the wilderness on their own journey. So as we spend these next three weeks focusing on Israel's story and the lessons that the Israelite learned in those wilderness days, let's expect that God has something to teach us as well. And then we'll spend three weeks on Jesus' own wilderness story as we ready ourselves for Easter Sunday. But today, we're going to start in Exodus 16, where Israel will teach us our first lesson about hungering for God in these wilderness seasons. And remember, we have this opportunity to walk into Lent, a wilderness journey of its own, purposefully and intentionally. It's a time where we can learn about how God wants to shape our hearts. So together, as women of God, let's allow Him to develop an insatiable hunger in our hearts for Him and Him alone. Before we get to Israel's story, let's talk for a moment about what we fill our hearts with, the hungers that we're trying to feed. This is a deep matter of the heart, but I find that it often manifests itself in the small moments of life. Here's how I fill my heart when I'm hungering for something other than God. When my husband and I fight, we don't stand and yell at each other. It's usually a heated silence rather than heated words. And when I'm struggling to find those words to express how I feel, I have this terrible habit of reaching for my phone. We'll be sitting across from one another, and to avoid looking in my husband's hurt and disappointed eyes, I'll choose to look into the screen of my iPhone instead. It's a small decision I make, but it's revealing of what I'm hungering for other than God. I desire something I can control, something that will distract me from the depths of my pain. 
Screens are good at that, aren't they? In those moments when I reach for my phone, I'm choosing to fill my heart with a self-bent desire to avoid pain rather than confronting it. But in the moments when I choose to look in my husband's eyes instead, I'm hungering for the good things of God. I'm choosing to fill my heart with reconciliation and humility rather than prideful avoidance. And the more I choose to do the latter, the more my heart learns what it means to love truly as God desires. It's in these small moments that, like Israel, we reach for things other than God to satisfy our hearts. But we'll learn together that in these moments, God is shaping our hearts to hunger for Him. Throughout February, we followed Israel from their life of bondage in Egypt to freedom by God's hand in the wilderness. Now we stand with them at the edge of that wilderness today. And because we learned last week that God uses wilderness seasons to shape our hearts, that's how we'll begin looking at the story today. Where does Israel's heart stand as they head into the wilderness? Are they hungering for God or something else? And then in turn, we'll ask ourselves these same questions. If you need a reminder of all that shaped Israel to this point, you can go to the show notes down below and listen to the podcasts from February that tell Israel's story. Just as your whole story shapes who you are today, Israel's story up to Exodus 16 is imperative to understanding their hearts. And so here we are standing at the edge of this wilderness where Israel suddenly realizes a pretty major fact. They're hungry. And we can't blame them. They've been through a major ordeal, being freed from slavery and all. And now, desperate for food, they cry out to Moses. Exodus chapter 16, verse 3, gives us a pretty intense description of their complaint, where they say, Would that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the meat pots and ate bread to the full, for you have brought us into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Israel wasn't holding anything back here. They're telling Moses they would have preferred to die in bondage with full bellies than be hungry and live in freedom. But their basic need for food revealed something about Israel's hearts. Their primary desire was not to love God above all else or to live in His commands. Israel wanted their comfort back. They wanted to go back to what was familiar. It's a self-bent desire, something that we all struggle with in the innermost part of us, our heart. So before we judge Israel for this dramatic reveal of their hearts, let's remember we're not that different from them. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. At the beginning of Israel's wilderness journey, we know now that they're hungry, and we know that they would rather go back to slavery than to be free with God where they're hungry. So the question now is, how does God want to shape Israel's hearts through this experience? We learned last week that God uses the wilderness seasons to shape the hearts of his people. So what is God shaping Israel's heart toward here? 
I think that God is moving Israel's heart toward loving him by hungering for him. And how is he going to do this? By not only providing for Israel's physical hunger, but showing them an even deeper hunger as well. Before he gives them bread, God will provide himself. So, after going back and forth with Israel, Moses then calls them to draw near and to look. And in Exodus chapter 16, verse 10, this is what Israel sees. They looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. Can you imagine God's own presence right before your eyes? God is showing Israel that he's with them in this wilderness. And then, after giving Israel himself, God tells Moses that Israel will receive the food they've been hungering for. So why this series of events? Why in this order? Well, God tells them in Exodus 16, 12, he says, You shall know that I am the Lord your God. You see, God fulfills Israel's need by teaching them what it means to hunger, but for more than just food. God gives them their daily bread, as Jesus talks about in the Lord's Prayer. But this moment that Israel is having is about more than just filling their stomachs. This lesson from the Israelites in the wilderness is about trusting God for daily bread. It's about having that insatiable hunger for God and God alone. After 430 years in Egypt, Israel's hearts don't yet know how to hunger for God. But God is patient, and the wilderness will bring about many opportunities for Israel to learn. Now, let's talk about us today. As we enter this Lenten season, I've got a question for you. What are you hungry for? Israel was hungry for bread, but if bread was all they needed, well, they had that back in Egypt. So why did God bring them to the wilderness? Well, they were right about being hungry physically. Their stomachs were empty. But satiating that physical need was not all that Israel needed in this moment. They needed something deeper than meeting a basic need. That's why God freed them. In Egypt, they had roofs over their heads, meat in their pots, and bread in their mouths. But it wasn't enough. Living life, just going through the motions, meeting every basic need that comes our way is not enough. You were designed for so much more, dear woman. So I'll ask you again, what are you hungry for? But perhaps it's better phrased this way. Where do you go to fill your heart? Honestly, answering this question, if we're able, reveals to all of us what hunger we're trying to feed. Is it a hunger for God or something else? Israel wanted to go back to Egypt to fill their stomachs, yes, but they also wanted their hearts filled with the familiar, Egypt. At least there they knew what to expect. But in the wilderness, this is completely new territory for us and for them. Today, I want to leave you meditating on what you fill your heart with besides God 
And I want you to do that by thinking about those small moments in your life. When you're stressed at work, what do you reach for during your 10-minute break? Social media? Or how about when you've had a long day mediating drama in your family? Do you zone out in front of the TV? There are many hungers which are easier to fill than our hunger for God. Allowing our hearts to be shaped to hunger God instead of those things is a difficult calling. Our hearts are constantly longing for familiarity, for self, for the things of the world. But when we make the decision to walk through wilderness seasons with God, we can learn to hunger for God above all else. And we learn this through the small moments, the small choices we make. So will you allow God to shape your heart to hunger for Him? Or will you stubbornly desire the old, familiar things longing to go back to Egypt? The choice is yours. I know today has been heavy. At the start of Lent, we said that we would challenge you. In the wilderness seasons, while they're not leisurely walks, we take these matters of the heart seriously because we know how easy it can be to fill our hungers with anything but God. And we've experienced how those decisions lead to death rather than the meaningful life God desires for us. So we pray that you'll approach your hungers honestly and with an open heart. Ask God to open your eyes to what you're filling your heart with, what you're hungering for. And remember in all of this, when Israel was hungry for something other than God, God graciously revealed himself to them to remind Israel that God's presence was with them, even in the wilderness. Dear woman, God is also with you today. He deeply desires to walk with you through your wilderness. Walk with him. Learn to hunger for God. We'll talk more on Friday about how all of this relates to Lent and how we can allow God to shape our hearts through fasting. Until then, I want you to remember this call from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9, that Moses gave to Israel after their time in the wilderness. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your house and on your gates.